that is that oh shit y'all we got some intro music oh shit okay now <laughs> yo this is hella vibey Are you sure? Are you sure, you, you, sure you want to get back into this? <laughs> I have, you see me, I have half of my hoodie on. Like, I'm not like, yeah, I'm hot, but I'm also cold. I'm also drinking cider and whiskey. So there's that. I feel like we need to play... I don't know what what copyright rules are, but I feel like we need to play the um, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. So y'all can sing that along with us. You know you like that. Okay. That remix. Yeah, I like that one. Also, I forgot to hold my microphone up. So Oh, it's okay. Now you now it's actually very loud. So you might want to move it back just a little bit. Go back this way. Yeah. Or should I just lay it back down where it was? I mean, I can, I can hear you great. Mine's okay, not really close to me, so I wonder if I need to adjust mine, but... I appreciate that we're starting off in chaos and unsureness. As always, that's what the people know us as, and that is what we shall be. So, hi I guess, <laughs> if this is your first time listening, I'm hi. so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hi. Thanks for tuning in to the Black Chillerettes with Vic and Mai. I am Vic, also known as Victoria, but for the podcast, I'm Vic. (laughs) (laughs) It's just convenient because, I don't know, I think people would find a way to fuck it up. You know, I was watching an episode of Good Trouble today and this dude was like, my name is Derek. Um, Mm -hmm and Derek. the the sketch was like oh you mean Derek because he no. is yeah you know sure Derek in a brown body. of melanin yeah yes. he's of and he's of melanin like, it's like no it's just Derek right you know um but yeah i'm my named Michaela yeah the, the black chillerettes with Victoria and Michaela just don't hit it's a lot like, it's a lot we got i mean my name's not Vic and my Victoria Michaela Oh, my name actually has more syllables than yours. Your last name, though, got me beat for sure. Um, <laughs> my last name, last name has, everyone has beat. one syllable. One and done. It's giving price, you know? Yeah. It's giving value. It's giving wealth. It's giving your number. Your rates are high. The price is going exactly. up. Exactly. Okay. Yesterday's price your... is not today's price. Exactly. Period. Also, I'm so sorry that I sound maybe like I'm high. I'm not. Um... I'm just tired. <laughs> so just She's wanted to apologize woman. if the people are like, Vic sounds a little bit different. You know what? She is a different Vic than the Vic that left y'all a couple months ago. Because there has been some turmoil. <laughs> but we'll get into that later. 
Um, we'll get into that, but you know what? What I will say though, even though you know yesterday's Vic is not today's Vic, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's giving ASMR. I do appreciate that, and yeah. also, you're still like a phenomenal busy bitch. You know? Yeah, she's giving alto. She's giving, she's giving alto um, with like tenor tendencies. Yeah, what's the song that like everyone makes fun of? Like the alto line. I want to say oh, it's Mariah. All I want for Christmas yeah. is you. Cause what? Yeah, and I'm I... familiar. Yeah, I'm very familiar with that part. I'm an alto. I'm an alto tenor. <laughs> yeah, it's giving that. It's giving um, what mirror where. Uh, <laughs> that's what it's giving right mm. now. Um, but that's okay. Yeah, it is what it is. But I mean, okay. Well, shall we get into it? Yeah, let's I get think. into it. Let's you get know, into for it. For homies who don't know us, and this is your first episode, The Black Chillerettes is an interesting podcast. You've come <laughs> at a very interesting time. You have. Uh, we're essentially, we're all about finding the intersections between blackness and activism. Mm-hmm. And that's where we're at right now. <laughs> Right, and right. So the name, is, right, is kind of just like us getting back into the world that we left. We left mm-hmm. high and dry. We said we have to go. It's not exactly. serving us. We are unwell. We are burning out, mm-hmm. uh, and we disappeared. <laughs> we disappeared quick. Like I'm. I do apologize that we did kind of leave y'all high and dry, but we did. it was necessary. Okay. It was necessary for our sanity, for our mental health, for our spirits. Um, but I guess why we wanted to come back, and and I and when we say we're why we want to come back, like we are back. <laughs> we, we if we ever have to take another little break or a long break, like we just took, you will we will let y'all know. Yes. <laughs> we will mm-hmm. let y'all know because it was it hit us and. It probably hit y'all too, and we was just like, "Whoa!" It came what? in like a wrecking ball. It did. It really did. And we did. had no choice. Like we were no. not like Miley. You know what I mean? We no. did not grab onto the chain, Mm-mm. wrap our legs around, and go swing, swing with a sledgehammer right. and uh, a high cut leotard. That's not us. No, my coochie ain't got us. the said, port tube. Period. We have to go. Yeah, we said okay. you. You said you know what? You got you won this one. You got this one. I'll take the L. Good for me. Good for me. I'm fine with taking the L. Like, I'm chilling. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, um. Absolutely. So I guess. So yeah, we are we are back and we will be coming back with more episodes, which is exciting. With we're very excited about it. We'll talk more about that later. And by later, I mean not this episode. So you're gonna have to listen to the next one. Um. But yeah, I guess this. We just wanted to let you guys know where we've been at. Yeah, uh, what we've been doing. Okay. Yeah, so I guess we'll start with uh, the more exciting of the two, me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I feel like neither of us have had, like, incredibly exciting. No. Like, nothing's you... been. Okay, well, I guess I will tell Michaela what she's been doing since she <laughs> clearly forgot. Oh. Um, so Michaela had a movie that came out. <laughs> Um, even though she says nothing really amazing or big has happened, I did not have a feature film in theaters <laughs> and, and on HBO Max. 
Um, so I guess tell us a little bit about that. Tell us about whatever else you, you've been up to these past couple months. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, this is, I guess what's crazy is that isn't even like King Richard, um, for those who are new to the, um, pod, welcome to the fam. Very happy to have you here. Uh, Vic and I are both actors and I have been blessed enough with the opportunity to play one of the Williams sisters in the latest biopic, um, kind of covering the early aughts of their career. So I play Tundi Price, Venus Mm -hmm. and Serena's oldest sister. May she rest in peace. May she rest Mm -hmm. well and in power um, in the new film, King Richard. So yes, Will Smith is my daddy. Yes. Mm-hmm. For every commercial break of the bachelor during, uh, or the bachelorette during Michelle's season. Yes. That was my face. Um, mm-hmm. yes, I, you know, we are on billboards. Yes. Our, you know, we're nominated for awards and nominations are coming out. It's been very weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to say the least, to be a part of such a big project and such a, um, I guess, integral and intimate way. Um, but what's mm-hmm. interesting is that's not even what was happening in my life when we we dipped. Like, I was still yeah. doing the niceties mm-hmm. when we decided to, to stop. And mm-hmm. um, I actually just won an award for Best Performer Woo! in a streaming play from Broadway World, which, like, okay, a Broadway Woo! World award? You know, mm-hmm. that's something we be dreaming about, us little yes. peons. Mr. Right. Will out here getting Golden Globes, which, like, mm-hmm. that's a whole nother conversation, that institution. Yeah. Right. There's work to be done there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but folks are out here getting Golden Globes, and I'm over here like, I have a Broadway World Award. <laughs> I, I mean, you should be proud of it, as you should. I am. Uh, but, yeah, that's what I was doing. I was in Richmond, Virginia, working on contract, mm-hmm. doing the niceties, which... Um, is a very, very, very near and dear story and show to my heart. And I was working with um, some people that mean a lot to me, particularly my mentor, Dr. T, uh, mm-hmm. and this brand new social justice theater uh, called the Conciliation Lab, mm-hmm. which was um, really cool. The last, I think, episode we recorded was, I think I was sitting in my car at like mm-hmm. 7 o'clock in yeah. the morning um so i wouldn't wake everybody else up in the house <laughs> yeah um yeah. yeah and so that's that's where i was at and then we shit that last few weeks leading up to the premiere of king richard was insane i've never experienced anything like it mm-hmm. you know and you'll never have your first red carpet experience ever again so right it was one of those things where i i mean you know we were talking here and there mm-hmm. as much as we could while I was mm-hmm. preparing for it and that shit is overwhelming like it's not I think why right. I say is like I ain't had nothing crazy special going on cause it's not fun you know like it's sure. incredible mm-hmm. experience one of the best experiences of my life so surreal I will look back at that for forever and it's the first of many prayerfully right. and very hopefully mm-hmm. but it was not a it was not an easy like hit it and quit it like oh great i'm just preparing for this premiere and yeah like it, no one tells you how to do it and then they just exactly. be like you gotta do this you gotta pay for this you have to mm-hmm. pay for this and i yeah. was just like what yeah uh so i will say shout out to 
some incredible, you know, people in my life that kind of kept me grounded through out all of that because I just throughout it all I was feeling very resentful of my lack of understanding and I kept uh-huh. kind of, I don't know kind of cursing myself to like being like why why don't they teach us this why yeah is it this way like why am I spending money that I don't have uh-huh. you know um to like be a part of a thing that I'm in yeah you know exactly um, mm-hmm. And, you know, why am I fighting for both of my parents to be here with me? And, Mm -hmm. you know, what do you mean I suddenly need a publicist? And I should have had a publicist a month ago. Yeah. I can't afford uh, $3,000 a month for a a publicist fee. Right. All of this kind of stuff. But very blessed to have had the help of, like, I mean, from Mr. Will to Miss Ingenue, Mm -hmm. who I consider great mentors. Yeah, um, kind of holding my hand through it all because mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, I'm the only person in the, um, you know, the the lead principal cast that is an adult but yeah. is still fresh to the industry. You know, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, the wonderful girls that play my sisters are all under the age of 18 so mm-hmm. they got their mamas, they got their right. pappies, they got mm-hmm. their managers, they got they had publicists. They yeah. had teams yeah. helping them out, and I was just like over here alone in New York. Like, wait, how much is an Airbnb for mm-hmm. three days? Wait, they they want me to buy a one way ticket just in case they need me to do something else after the. F- what? Where am I? They're not putting me up any. You know, just yeah. Grateful for the assistance I received, um, mm-hmm. and also. Even our community, the Black Chillerettes community, yeah, came through and, and freaking pulled up Jess Ambrose from Chatty Broads, because um, mm-hmm. you know former wardrobe stylist was able to help yeah. guide me on figuring out the styling process. Um, yeah, Rachel Lindsay, such a dear you know dear friend, uh, was telling me, look, this is how PR works. This is how walking mm-hmm. a red carpet works. Um, Mm -hmm. whatever questions you have like I got you if you're in a bind for an outfit this is where you go you know Mm -hmm. just having those real one-on-one conversations to be like this is what this industry moves like and it moves faster than people are prepared for and they expect Mm -hmm. people to just kind of catch up yeah Um, and I don't think it has to for a for a film that's about like what a family did to enter into an institution you know tennis Mm -hmm. um that expects everyone to know the rules when they come yeah. in for like a movie to be about a family who defied the odds and did not and became the greatest of all time. I do think there's something to be said about finding the means to seek community with the folks around you to help you yeah. as you come into a space where like you might not have the most information, the most experience mm-hmm. um, and them being like, I'm going to lift you up as I'm climbing this ladder along with right. you, you know? Yeah. Um, it's definitely a really cool example that I think I will carry with me for the rest of my, the rest of my career, you know? Yeah. So. Well, I know that I'm proud of you and I know that the whole Black Chillerettes community is proud of you. Even though we weren't really on the Instagram, I know that the inbox is full of messages being like, I saw my Kayla and King Richard. Oh my God, I was freaking out. Um, hmm. 
I was freaking out too. I literally was like telling everybody in the theater, I was like, y'all, that's my friend. Um, as like, the movie was ending, um, screaming for the credits, you know, like watched it in theaters with my mom and then the next day watched it on HBO Max while I was cleaning my apartment, you know, like, so yeah, it's like you said, just the beginning, the beginning of first of many red carpets. So yeah. it's exciting. I'm, um, it I know is. that it's and not, it's, it's and it's cool. Film. Yeah. It's such a beautiful film and it's cool that you're able to like, you know, not not even break the fourth wall but just like be like yes i'm in this movie but also like i had to do all this by myself like i mean not really by yourself but like essentially you were like i have to figure this out and like it's not all like it's not all the red carpets and the gowns it's a lot of the like how am i actually going to get to the red carpet and how will i get the gown um yeah. that people don't that people don't think about a lot of the times especially when it's, it's... a first film you know yeah you would never think like you would never consider these things <laughs> beforehand. And so, yeah. uh, super humbling, exactly. but like, it, I think it turned out so, so amazing because the film is beautiful. My mom got to walk the red carpet with me. Yeah. My dad was, was with us. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just one of those things where like, for all of the trouble it took to get there, it was yeah. the most beautiful night. I will always be grateful to have been a part of this story. And the fact that it's impacting like young black women and young kids and like just everyone is able to Mm -hmm. see like a family be a family and black girls be black girls on screen even just for a little while i think that's Mm -hmm. something i'll cherish for the rest of my life i cannot believe that this like you know i've done it exists for the rest of your life yeah like this is my first feature film girl (laughs) yeah what what yeah that's dumb no way <laughs> yeah so that thank is... you i have felt the support and yeah i've seen the dms where people are like oh my god i realized you were the girl from the black chillerettes when i was watching king Richard. yeah and i was like mm-hmm. yeah dog that's me <laughs> bing bong yeah. bing bong that's it wow. oh shit um, wow yeah, and I'm excited to see, you know, what comes next for King Richard. Mm-hmm. And excited for, you know, what's coming up because shit, hard and fast is the premiere and then it's like the after. I did, I thought it was I thought we'd be done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing is, you know, it's not it's not over yet. It's not over yet, so. No. It's not. Ooh. It is not. And just man i yeah it just every time i i stop i I think about like something else like the relationship with the williams family and being able to like yeah you know (laughs) venus and serena being in my dms like girl no way why yeah and and, like Mm -hmm. seeing how they receive tundi's portrayal on on screen and stuff maybe one day we could just talk about Mm -hmm. um talk about that and that process and stuff if folks would be interested in hearing about what it was like to tell yeah. the story mm-hmm. of, you know, uh, their their sister who was who is no longer with us because um, I, I do think she has an incredibly important story mm-hmm. and they spoke out a lot about her and this and the you know the press and the the process of like what it was like to see yeah. Tundi portrayed on on screen, which was obviously very humbling right. for me. And then we had um, you know me and the whole family had personal conversations about how it was for them mm-hmm. and even you know some of Tundi's childhood friends and 
her kid, uh, one of her her yeah. her children. So I would love to mm. chat about that more if people were interested. Yeah. Yeah. No, that would be amazing. Oh yay. That's Ooh. incredible. Very happy. Yeah. Excited. And it's like even mm-hmm. still, like that's just a piece of of life within the last how long have we been yeah. gone like four months almost three i honestly don't know i don't think it's been that long but we left it's at been the end of october or mid-october is when was we it last recorded yeah because we because the niceties ended at the end of october and then i went cause I, I feel saw like Tina we did that something in november Maybe we did. I think we kind of just gave people a heads up because folks were like, hey, like, what's up? And we were like, hey, my Kayla's doing something. Yeah. Um, can't really watch. Love love you, Michelle, right. so much. You know what? Maybe you're right. I feel like, yeah, maybe October is right. Um, I, I remember going to Times Square and it was, uh, it was like the King Richard sign. This is huge. You know that huge big screen they have uh-huh. in Times Square next to... Uh, the ABC offices for GMA. Uh huh. So we had that like big uh, electronic one. So it would be like mm-hmm. King Richard, and then it would be the smaller sign next to it was uh, Michelle for the ba- Bachelorette and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and Tyler was like, "Hey, look, it's your two worlds combined." Right. Exactly. Um, wow. Which I thought was funny. Or whenever the like the the uh, trailer would come on during Michelle's mm-hmm. episode, I was like, "Yeah." have to go need to excuse myself uh, from the room thank right. you right exactly yeah. but how have you been mama because like that gets i mean that's yeah. just through november 14th so what was you doing october through november yeah so um back in october like i said mine's not nearly as exciting <laughs> Don't uh, do but, you because you've had some exciting things. You've yeah. had some close calls. You've had some good auditions. It's, you've had some trips. Um, Don't I remember? I mean, not mm, no, not really. So essentially, back in October, I started a new job, and like Michaela said, both of us are actors, um, and that for me has still been happening. But for me, it's been mostly auditions. Um, and then like some callbacks and then a lot of not booking things. And that is the process of being an actor and especially being an actor during a pandemic Lovato. And, um, it is tough. So all that to say, I decided to take the plunge and for the first time ever in my life, get a full-time corporate job. Even like saying it feels like like nails coming out of my mouth or something because I've like never ever thought that I would be the person who sits at a computer for eight hours a day um responding to emails but that is my life right now and so I started that job back in October obviously I still have the job um I mean I guess not obviously something could have happened but uh I still have the job (laughs) something could have happened um but yeah I, I have this job and when when I say it has been hard, it has been hard. And I feel like mm-hmm. um, I used to always say, especially as an actor, especially as a creative, I would be like, oh, I do not know how people like 
have regular jobs. Like I do not know how people like go to work and do the same thing every day and like see the same people and all. And I'm like, that's, that's me now I'm doing it. And still I have the same questions. I'm like, how have people been doing this for their whole lives? Like y'all really are, y'all really are like a special breed because Mm -hmm. I, I just like my brain does not function that way. And I definitely Mm -hmm. need to be active and need to be, um, like, and especially right now, cause everything's remote. Um, so it's literally just me in my apartment for eight hours a day on my computer. Um, and so it's been tough cause I am so used to being out and about. I'm so used to seeing people. I mean, granted I am an introvert and I do love my alone time, but it's been really, really difficult for me. Um, also, I'm not trying to be a baby, but like the hours that I'm working are literal from hell. Um, they're just terrible hours. It's essentially my whole day um, to the point where when I close my computer, I feel like I can't do anything but go to bed. And like it's low key a, a time that is OK to like start getting ready for bed <laughs> um, when yeah. I'm finished working. Um, so, yeah, so it has been a journey. I'm thankful for the job because obviously it has been a hard year um, as an actor. These past, honestly, it's been a hard two years as an actor. Um, and so I am thankful mm. for the job for to have a consistent income once again. And this is like just being completely vulnerable and honest because like we don't really talk too much on our podcast about like how we'd be struggling like financially as actors. But my mm. Kayla's already talked about her process with, with King Richard and the premiere and all that. And even before when she was talking about filming, um, and yeah, it's, it's not been a cute two years for my bank account. Okay. Um, so we, so I am thankful for the job because it is allowing me to sustain my life and pay for my apartment and all those things. Um, but when it comes to like filling my days with things that I'm passionate about and things that I enjoy and that bring me joy, um, this is not it. And when I say this, I mean my job, not this podcast. This podcast does bring me joy, and I do enjoy doing it. Um, but, yeah, this this new job that I have is a struggle for me every single day. And I'm sure that we will get more into that as we go more into the season because we have some little topics that we want to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, mentally it's been very tough to um, – like put myself in a place where I can sit down each day and do this job that I'm being paid to do. Um, so it's, it's, yeah, been a struggle. I, um, try to, you know, do what I can. And, uh, you know, I have my therapist and all this. Um, and I have like great, amazing friends who are like consistently encouraging me like Victoria, this is not forever. Like it's It's just only a season, blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, I know, it's just right now I just don't like it um so I just be like it's all so in my crazy feels to think though because like at some point you will look back and be like oh, I remember that time when I was working at gold belly that was not it right and look at right where I, you know right um, exactly exactly it's that's, that's soon for you yeah hopefully hopefully it is soon and I and when I say all this I have like talked to my managers about it I've talked to my team lead about it so I'm not just like over here 
like whining about it like a baby and like not doing anything about it I am like Mm -hmm. doing those things and I'm still obviously auditioning and hoping to book something soon um but you know right now this is where I am and I'm like coming to terms with that but all that to say is that when I started this job I literally started the job on October 11th which was right around the time that we finished that we stopped doing episodes and it was because my whole days were taken over um with work and yeah it was um, like what 8 a.m to like 5 or 7 p.m sometimes um sometimes it started out regular it started out uh 9 to 5 which was like Mm. regular um and then it switched over um so now my hours are 11 to 7 which is the whole day and um if you know me if you have Follow me on Instagram, watch my stories, whatever. You know, I'd be loving to have my little morning routines and, like, do my little workouts and all that. And the way that, like, this really affected me, I wasn't doing that. Like, I couldn't get out of bed in enough time to, like, have a morning routine. I didn't have the motivation to do that. Um, And so then it was just, like, I got up. I would, like, do maybe a little bit of something. And then I would start work. And then I'd close my computer. And then maybe I would eat. Maybe I wouldn't. And then I would, like, do mindless, like, watch something on TV that was mindless because I just felt mentally drained. And then I would go to bed, and then I would do it again. Um, So I'm getting back into developing more routines um, and trying to – one of my, like, you know, 2022, we're trying to, like, take control back from Miss COVID. Um, So, you know, trying to implement more of those routines back into my life because I just know that those – fill me up and make me a more pleasant person Mm. so that I don't feel like my whole life is work. Um, But yeah, like when you were telling me today, like you went to a dance class. Yeah. I still that into your day. And I like, I could not imagine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've I've still been BAC and then going to a dance class and then Mm -hmm. having to continue to work. That's crazy. But I understand the need for you to be yeah. able to invest in your passions and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely tried to make it work with with my classes and my work schedule and be like, listen, I have to, I simply cannot work during this time because I have to take class. Did I tell them it was a dance class? No. I just said I have class and I already paid for it. So I got to go to class. And they said, you we will adjust your schedule. And it's I said, thank you. It's my psychology class. I'm taking a exactly. course at a local community college. Exactly. I got to go. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's kind of like where I've been the past couple months. Um, yeah, yeah, I know it's not like a thing to be like, I just, uh, like to be making a big deal when you take Instagram breaks, but like, I'm not even on Instagram right now because I just feel like I'm just like not at a place where I feel, and I know I am, if once again, if you follow me on Instagram, you know, I'll be vulnerable in my captions. I love a good Insta journal moment. Um, I love all that vulnerability online. I'll be writing them long. I'll be writing long things in my stories. People be making fun of me. And I'm like, and you write it. So what? Like, what do you got to say? You write it all. It was aesthetically pleasing. So don't make an Instagram story aesthetically pleasing and also beginning, middle, end, total story arc like Victoria Price. Yeah, I'll be trying. But I'm just like not on Instagram right now because I just don't feel like. I'm at a place where I can be putting things out into the world without it feeling forced or fake or disingenuine. And Mm. that's always been something that I really appreciate and like really try to put into my presence on social media is that everything is very genuine and authentic and vulnerable. And I'm like, 
I I know that some days right now I'm not feeling great and I could go on Instagram and be like, I'm having a shitty day. But like, I'm like, you know what? Sometimes I do do that right now. I doesn't feel like I want to just consistently be putting that out into the internet. So I was like, let me just take a step back and I'll come back when I feel more myself again, which I've done in the past and it's been good. Um, so, so yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm at. Um, so as we took a break on our podcast social media i also am now taking a break on my personal social media when i will be back i don't know um it actually is kind of sad to me because i'm like oh this is my last week in my apartment and i want to like make cute things about my apartment but i'm like not enough to where i want to go on social media you know (laughs) so so i'm like i will post all these later things about yeah exactly yeah and i'll I'll post them later i'll post them later i like have content um that i've made that i just haven't put out there yet um content creator (laughs) you know content creator queen so i would love if you could be on your influencer bag when you you know move um i mean yeah brooklyn and is like oh my gosh we really want to send you like this that (laughs) in the fourth for your apartment or anthropology uh we don't like anthropology but i'm naming it just when you said brooklyn and i heard i heard brooklyn and i was like not her trying to place me in brooklyn like i was like (laughs) i'm going back to manhattan like that's where i be at like that's you know what's interesting we are both manhattan queen like we've never not been a manhattan human no, You've and I do love a... I do love Brooklyn, but I'm just like for me right now it just doesn't make any sense for me to live in Brooklyn. Um, I so... have no interest in ever living in Brooklyn. I barely have interest. Like Brooklyn is fine. I get why people love it. Uh-huh. I've enjoyed myself every time. Like you know, I've I've gone over there a lot. Um, yeah, fabulous, fabulous place. I'm not living there. Like no, no, right. no, 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 no. Yeah, like, I'm not going at yeah all. Ever right. will I yeah. have a lease in Brooklyn, unless it's for a okay. job and I'm given no option. Right. Yeah, I could see myself living in Brooklyn at some point, um, but for right now, I'm like, baby, I need to get on the train and be where I need to be fast, and I don't need to be going between boroughs. Like, no, I just need That's to stay so my ass in Manhattan and get to where I need to go. And keep um, me uptown. I'm not a downtown gal. Keep me uptown. Yeah, I'm not really, especially right now looking at apartments. I'm like, everyone's like, oh my God, Lower East Side, East Village, West Village. I'm like, it's giving fuck? no. It's giving, it's, it's giving, giving absolutely like, not. Like, I don't want to be, no. I, the times I go to Lower East Side, I end up regretting it because I don't get home until 4 a.m. and I have eaten entirely too much pizza and consumed too much alcohol. And I don't want to live in a space where that happens. Um, so I don't, I don't like it, you know. And and just saying that as someone who's obviously spent so much time. I mean, you and I have spent so much time um, downtown just, like, because of our uh-huh. former church and stuff. Uh-huh, um, yeah. And it's just, it's not, it's not the neighborhood that's built for me. No, no, not my dark it's skin. not. No, man. No. And that's yeah. okay. Send also like town right and also like who's affording that like <laughs> like i don't know i'm just like mm, people it's who giving are spending over a thousand dollars a month to mm. have a roommate and the their room is no. like 
a little so tiny. Like, it it right. can fit a full size bed, if that, and like maybe a dresser and nothing else. Or people who have like rooms that can fit their bed and doesn't have a closet. What are you right. doing? Exactly. And like if anyone tries to tell you, like if you're if you're thinking about moving to New York and if anyone's like, Oh my god, you have to live downtown, listen. The higher up you go, the more space you're going to get for your money. That is just facts. Like, you you will get so much more for your money in Harlem. You will get so much more for your money in Washington Heights. You will get so much more for your money in what's below that. I guess lower west. Even Queens or going up to Inglewood and Ridgewood. Right. It's like what's it called? Inwood. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Inwood. Thank you. I was like Inglewood. Um, She went to L.A. I did. Um, but like something else that I also think about is what is an area that feels like it's most tied to what you're familiar with, right? Uh-huh. Um, and where you can build community with the people who actually live there. Cause we also have to think about being transplants in new cities, right. uh, contributing to the cycles of gentrification and stuff. Uh-huh. Where can you go that you can invest your money back into that community? Right. You know, because right. it's not like, you know, I'm sitting on Lenape land right now trying mm-hmm. uh, and regularly trying to acknowledge who lives in my building, who's been here for the right. longest, whose neighborhood what was are the, originally. Exactly. Like, what are the calling, businesses that I can support in my neighborhood? Yes. You know, like, where what are can the I community go? programs I can go in? engage with and i'm not and like am i trying to rename my area to make it sound like it's more pop no i'm not right i live on 160th and broadway between harlan and the heights mm-hmm. um and i'm not calling morningside heights the like noha i will never talk about harlem and say yeah Noha. what no, yeah is that a real thing i feel like i saw yes. that it is on, a thing on a Oh, no, because I just recently started watching that show Harlem, and I feel like I saw it on there. And I was like, no, that's oh, really? fake. No, it's real. Or even watching and just like that and seeing how they're trying to paint a different picture. Oh, uh-huh. I haven't Uptown. watched that. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, I've been watching a lot of, in, in the last uh, few months, because things have just been so busy. Uh-huh. Um, and there's a lot happening with my family, my personal life. I'm prepping uh, to go do a, a new, uh, contract uh-huh. across the country. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm moving out of this apartment that I've lived in for, um, barely, but I've lived uh-huh. in for like over two years uh-huh. now. Um, and I'm doing it by myself. And so I usually have to have like some kind of sound on. Yeah. And look, Sex in the City is a show that I, de- I definitely tried watching growing up. I was just fascinated by the outfits and yeah. how cool it looked. It would come on E! Network, you know, early in the morning or late uh-huh. at night, and I'd try and sneak and watch an episode. Yeah. Um, and didn't realize I was watching the censored version of it, because when oh. it came out on HBO Max, I was like, let me watch the whole series. And I was like, oh, uh, I was like, oh this show got sex. It's See, I didn't even know. I have no, I did not even balls, know. ass cheeks, wow. everything. Uh, and also is pretty problematic in a lot of the stories, right. you know, um, like essentially what girls attempted to do in the 2000s, Sex in the City was doing sure. back in the day. Yeah. Um, and so I was curious about watching it just like that because I was like, how are they going to acknowledge where they've been and try mm-hmm. and make a, a show that's more inclusive and acknowledging of uh, the world and New York City because there's no wider New York City than a Sex in the City New York City. Sure. 
Yeah. Um, so that's why I started watching it just like that because I was curious and I just needed some noise and something that uh-huh. I knew I wouldn't um, wouldn't be too too vested in. Sure. And one of the characters, Miranda, is going back to school and I believe she's going to Columbia. Uh huh. And she got off the train at 116. Uh huh. Off the one. Yeah. Girl, why did she get off the train and she was in front of a Smith's bar that's on 44th Street? downtown oh, no. off of right. 8th avenue i was like right. i know you don't think i'm about to believe that right. this no when you get off of the one train on 116 in broadway it's a shake shack right and a get that go fedex some exactly. columbia buildings uh ivy league stationers uh pret i think a morton williams or some shit yeah and then some bodegas right Exactly. Why are you trying to make this neighborhood, you know, look and present different? Or even when they go down into the train station, they make it look really dirty huh? and tattered and old. And it's like, this is not, I don't know what kind of image you're trying to make of like yeah. this urban haunt uptown, but this is not right. what it looks like. No, not at all. Uh, so all of that to say, when you're considering moving, especially to a city as large as New York City, you know maybe brooklyn is for you um, yeah maybe downtown is for you but you know consider the neighborhoods you're moving into with a i guess foresight for who already lives there who has always mm-hmm. lived there and whose land you're going to be on and how you're investing right. um, in that land and i think victoria and i have always just kind of found our way you know in the 90s and beyond yeah yeah i definitely feel feel the most at home when I'm when I'm uptown um you know sure do I love to go to take a trip to Soho every once in a while to yeah. feel my bougie self absolutely yeah. um but then I will yourself. will I regret it when I'm on my long train ride back up home uptown yes but I will Especially have my when you go to get on the queue and it's like oh the next queue train is in 20 minutes it's yeah like, exactly but will I have my like glossier boy brow in my hand yes because i will be going there to get it because i will not be about when i'm about to go to la mercerie next um, yeah downtown because still one of my favorite restaurants yeah like i i don't care i am a glossier girl and boy brow will forever be in my routine and the fact that i can order it and pick it up in store in new york is just unmatched it I mean, is. you can do that with most places my friend no but like glossier doesn't have stores everywhere oh okay i get what you're saying i yeah. was like girl it's you like here sephora no like here in chicago like glossier i have to order online and then wait for I it will to say, ship they to ship my place fast. They, they do ship quick. they do ship fairly fast um but it's just like so nice to be able to be like, oh, let me just go pick this up. And then I actually have it the day that I want it. This is not an ad, but like if today. if y'all want to sponsor us, you know, we're here for <laughs> it. We're not saying I'm not going to. Well, no, we are saying no to things in 2022. We definitely are. Um, well, we are. We but were saying no to things in 2021. We, we were saying no our own podcast. We were saying no to a lot. But like if Glossier did decide that they wanted to partner with us we would strongly consider (laughs) i I mean i mean i would i don't know about you but they really have a lot of products 
for me, but I do like their little lip balm. Mm. I think I think they probably. I mean, because I use a lot of their products, honestly. Really? Yeah, I do. Okay. Um. Anyways, that's enough about makeup. Um, skincare, whatever. <laughs> we'll do an episode. Just kidding. I don't know. Maybe we will. Listen, it's gonna be unhinged. Good. I don't know. Um, unhinged. I it's like gonna that. be unhinged. Um. Okay. So, that's kind of the 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 gist of where we've been that at. Is where, um, where we've been, you know. There's been a lot of change. Up. Like like Michaela said, she's about to move. I'm about to move. We, yep. everybody about to move. Um, a whole season happened. Shout out to Michelle. A and whole Nate, season happened. Know. Shout out to Michelle and, and Nate. Shout out to the made it to top four. Right. Shout out to all the light skins. We love y'all. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to all y'all light skins. We, oh, we see y'all shoot. over there biting y'all lips. We do. Right. Um, Television, damn sure, likes a caramel latte. They yeah. really do. They really, Some, really, really do. I will say this. Um, I saw a TikTok today uh-huh. where it was like, <clears throat> coming up on News at 11, is uh-huh. she a good actor or is uh-huh. she just biracial? <gasps> More at 11. And I was like, what? Um, Hello? but I thought about it. I thought it was so funny. It was, uh-huh. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. Cause I was thinking about it, um, just in our culture in general, it's like, oh, are they attractive or are they just mixed? Exactly. More at 11. Exactly. You know? um, right. And right. I truly loved Michelle's, um, season and so supportive of her uh-huh. journey. And I think there was a lot to be said and it would be really interesting to have, I'm, I'm sure these conversations have already happened, but yeah. um, have a conversation about the fact that, you know, if a person really wants to be with a partner who understands their experience with their mm-hmm. intersections with blackness and their proximity to whiteness, they have every right to pursue a partnership with somebody that can understand yeah. that journey. And I think that was so cool to see, you know, Michelle really stand on her own as the black right. mixed biracial woman that she is saying like I am interested in pursuing a partner dead ass like was loving on every single one of them men and building a life with somebody who shared in her experience like that's cool I get it it's it's something that I have done in my own life where it's like I had to make an active decision I was like I did not I did not think I could date anyone outside of my race anymore because there was so much trauma and so much exhaustion and so much labor and kind of teaching um, the, you know, the white men that I did engage with about uh-huh. what it was like to be with a black woman. And so I right. thought that was cool that she she found her love story. And shout out to Brandon. Yeah. Because, you know, shout close out to second. Brandon. I hope I know close he's going to find him a woman. He's going to find him a woman probably on Paradise. <laughs> Maybe you know, before we'll paradise. See. We'll see. I'd be intrigued to see if, if he ended up there. But uh, I know we did yeah. not get to, you know, hold space for Michelle's season. And there was no way we, we didn't come back right? with a first episode being like, okay, so let's talk about this right, white let's man talk about- on yeah. the Bachelor franchise's journey to make white men great again. I'm not doing it. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> That's not. We it's could not come giving. Correct. Yeah. I can't. Correct. Like, when I tell you tonight, when I close my computer at 7 p.m. after work because you know at 7 1 I was like good night 
Um, <laughs> you know, I wasn't staying on there no longer than I needed to today. Um, especially since I knew we had to do this. So I was like, okay, let me see what's on TV so I can just like have something on in the background while I'm making dinner. And when I tell you I saw that The Bachelorette was on, oh no, The Bachelor, I was like, I can't. Like, I just, I just can't bring myself to watch it right now. I yeah. just cannot. And, and that's okay. Important. Yeah, I think that's okay. And it's important that as we ease back into this space, we have to do it with care. I've been mm-hmm. reading a lot on emergent strategy and pleasure activism and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like when you're easing back into these spaces, particularly spaces that are satu- saturated with whiteness or like yeah. the notions of white supremacy, like the, the need for obligation, for time, uh-huh. for rushedness, um, you have to do it with an eyesight of what you have the capacity to do. Right. And exactly. we could not just disappear for a few months, not finish covering a phenomenal black woman season and come yeah. in talking about this white guy no way we've gone through so much like even beyond Mm -hmm. the you know you starting your new job and the hubbub of king richard and stuff like we have fully fleshed out lives that have been happening at rapid fire rapid fire pace (laughs) you know like our own family issues our own relationships our yeah um like our lives have continued on and we had to like find a way to bring ease and care coming back into this space and also acknowledging our audience by saying right we're here and we want you to know where we've been going we're not just gonna exactly rip the band-aid off i almost said rip the yeah. condom off jesus Ooh. christ okay okay <laughs> don't be ripping that off make a mess <laughs> um yeah making a mess <laughs> that's making a mess but um couldn't just rip a band-aid off and just be like oh suddenly we're recapping Right, um, exactly. The Bachelor. It wouldn't have felt. What? No. No, man. Two black women? No. No, yeah, yeah. No. You will so not I feel like me. <laughs> exactly. I feel like if, okay, so you're probably, if you're listening, if you made it this far, um, first of all, thank you. Um, second, you're probably still confused as to what the state of this podcast is is um and why do i keep saying that jesus what'd you say nothing i said bing bong again that bing word bong. Really she's y'all tiktok then got to her tiktok i don't got to watch her. tiktok i just really like the word bing bong i think okay. it's awesome <laughs> it, it reminds me all this it's like this is this is how i know that i'm a millennial and not what are what are they gen z see i can't even think of the name right now um because when i hear bing bong my mind goes to inside out which is one of the most incredible movies ever made you feel like Um, inside out makes you a millennial no i mean the fact that i mean a little bit that like that comes to my mind instead of like written for gen zers Mm, i don't know what i mean it's it's one of those things where it's like Finding Nemo is for kids, but who's crying at Finding Nemo? The adults. Like, sure. Okay, like, that's that's very Nemo inside was still out. written for us as millennials when we were children. Like, that movie was for us. It wasn't for our parents. Correct. But I'm sure that the parents were watching it crying. Similarly that's to how... Right. My sister wrote a really cool essay about the importance of Finding Nemo and how it talks about 
it's a really great example for how parents can t- care for their kids with mental yeah. health issues and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's so I think that so anyways, when I tell you, I always think of Bing Bong from um, Inside yes. Out because yeah. I the way I sobbed when he hopped off that wagon, <laughs> I was like, he let her go. Oh, he, she had to fly. Like that's like it just gets me. Has been a, a like a cultural term for New Yorkers for ages, like a long. Oh, see, I didn't like, know since that before TikTok got a hold. Of it. <clears throat> oh, see, I didn't know that. I just knew. I just know Bing Bong. They be on TikTok. Bing Bong here. Bing Bong this. Bing Bong that. Um. Oh. <laughs> so, anyways, back rewind. Um. To so if you're good. if you're still confused about what's happening. I promise you that this next episode will clear up a couple of those things, all of the things. Yeah. And we're not trying to be mysterious, okay? That's we not, not that's just, not really our brand. Um, but we just wanted I to say is change go is gonna come. Okay. Change is gonna come. We felt like, like Michaela said, we had to come back and be like, uh, but what's been going on though? Like it's like you know. We Our just, lives have changed in pretty big Yeah, ways. they really have. So we will be, you know, addressing more of, like, what is to come um, in this next episode, which we're excited about because, like we said, we, we the Bachelor franchise don't got us burnt out, and we need to be revitalized. So we're going to take that and do that. Um, so... Oh, not my voice gone. That means bing bong. Time <laughs> to go. Um, <clears throat> time to go. Um, also, bing bong. Time to go. Also, also because I desperately have to pee. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's kind of where we've been at. And mm-hmm. if you're wondering, like, is there a theme here? Sure. I guess, like I said, we ain't trying to be mysterious. It's episode one. Where you been at? Where y'all been at? Episode two. Where y'all going? So where we y'all gonna find out where we we're going? We're keeping it simple, sweetie. We're keeping okay, it the simple. Kiss, all right. right. So, shoot, we got we got world changing news coming up. No, we don't. Um, no, we don't. Don't get that excited. Keep, it's, there's a through line of like you know we wanted to come back and let you know. You know, yes. Am I a movie star now? Obviously. Yes, of course. <laughs> no. Am I the star of corporate America? Yes. CEO in the making. And also, like, is around the corner from Broadway. I'm telling y'all right now. Like, there's stuff that Victoria left out in her, mm. where she's been. And that's fine. Mm. That's okay. I understand. <clears throat> I respect it. Broadway has a lot of work to do before I sign anybody's contract. Mm-hmm. Um. But, you know, she's the star of corporate America right now. But when I say the theaters are calling, the girls are interested, and they want Victoria Price. <sighs> they could call me. They could call me, honestly. <laughs> call my job. <laughs> Go ahead. Call my manager. Tell him. Call my manager. Tell him. Listen. Weeks off for a quick right. contract. She got to go. Um, uh, but, yeah, so, like, we wanted to just let y'all know that the next episode will be all about where the black chillerettes are going and i hope you come with us i feel Ooh. like we're about to have some yes we're about to have some fun okay like, i just, think we are i think if you came here for our commentary on the bachelor franchise thank you we love you if you stayed you. because we're chaotic 
we lo- also love you. Um, and if you're still here because you're confused about what's happening, but you're like, we're, we're enough of a mess to where you're like, I just, I'm just sticking around to see what, what they're going to do. Um, <laughs> then you're hopefully going to be you're, excited you're about this really season. Need. You're right. a real nigga, okay? You exactly. are a part of the fam, okay? The fam, the cookout, uh, all the things. Yes. Yeah, so next episode <sighs> Any last words? where we're going next. And other than that, mm-hmm. I know that I need to go. I have to send some emails because I have some meetings <clears throat> and stuff coming mm-hmm. up. But I'm ready, to, I'm ready yeah. to, go to go to bed like a responsible queen. Exactly. Right. Period. Um, I am as well. I will be talking with you. It was so much fun. Glad to be back. Thank y'all for listening. Um, It does feel it does feel good to be back. It was it was, I think, rough. Those last couple episodes that we recorded, like trying to fit it in, trying to like make it fun when we weren't really having fun. Um, so and now I'm excited for the first yeah. time to admit it. I'm really excited. I was not excited doing which sucked because Michelle's mm-hmm. season was incredible. Yeah. Um, and it's like, we, we beat our asses to get through that season. And right. Then we had to stop because death threats. Cute. Right. Mm-hmm. Then we had to do Katie's season. Jesus right. Christ. Yeah. Um, which like was also a slog to get through, but we forced uh-huh. ourselves. We made it fun. We took it down like we were swallowing paint, but God damn it, we got through it. Same right. paradise. And then it just, we got no breaks. We got no breathing. We got we no breaks. To have fun with one another. And it just became abundantly clear yeah. in those last few episodes. As incredible as Michelle's season was, her men, her, her journey and stuff. Um, we weren't yeah. having fun. And it was hard to exactly. force it. Uh, right. Because it was it was becoming like draining to our physical, yeah. mental, It was and just very, beings. yeah, it felt, it was just an obligation that we had. And we didn't think that was fair to, to each other. We didn't think that was fair to our listeners. Because um, yeah. nobody wants to listen I'm to something hyped. if people aren't passionate. Yeah, it's going to be lit. Uh, it's going to be great. It's going to be all the things. It's going to be giving. Um, so also, like, we really are amazing this season because we got this done in under an hour. We did. We so, really did. like, if that's any indication of, like, wow, they really got their shit together this season, we do. That's what okay? it is. And it's because of you. We are back because, obviously, we want to continue creating together and figure out like what this looks like for us as friends that are uh-huh. creating together. Um, but also we miss y'all. And yeah. uh, we thank you guys for sticking by us, especially our patrons. Um, mm-hmm. I know it's been like a long while since you've heard from us. So thank you yeah. so much in advance for all of the grace that you've given us over the last few months. Yeah, for all of your seriously. Patience. Um, and for rocking yeah. with us. If and even like here, I've seen the, I've s- yeah, I've seen the DMs like, once again, we haven't opened them, but I've seen the notifications come in of like, hey, I don't know where y'all are at or whatnot, but just hoping that y'all are doing well. Like, I, like we see y'all checking on us, and that really means a lot. So thank you. It, does. it has thank been you. appreciated. But yeah. it's so bedtime for back. for us, and now it's you know? It's time for us to go to sleep. Yes, it's bedtime. bedtime for Bonzo. So we All out. Right. Walk right. Our ways out. Hey. <laughs> Hey, Uh, we love y'all. We'll see you next time. (laughs) Bye.